Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. And so we begin. Mm. Very nice indeed. We have or made we it kind of this end. week. Oh, this end. We end right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we begin the show, but we end the week. <laughs> right, okay. That's I what I'm saying. Saying the show's over already? We just started... <laughs> What happened? I didn't even say your weekend's begun. So we begin. So we end. Uh, uh, say it now, because it's five minutes oh, past four o'clock. Oh, is hour. it time for me to tell you then? Yeah, I think your it is. weekend has begun. Fabulous. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Applause is necessary. I love how our fan shows up every Friday without fail. It's a timely thing, because his weekend him. has begun yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Nice. You, you know who that is? Who? I bet that's Timmy the intern. Timmy. Yeah. I never knew who the fan was, but it could be Timmy. If he wasn't on the payroll, I'd fire him. Yeah, no, I would too. Right, I mean, but that's scoliosis, right? He has because of all the years of living in his grandparents' basement. Sorry, Timmy. Anyway, happy Friday to you. We are we are so good to be along here on this uh, two-hour extravaganza. Timmy's not a real person. Please don't send me nasty scoliosis. Uh, It's just it's a figment of Kenny Woods' imagination, quite honestly. Right? Mm -hmm. It's actually Kenny Woods who's Timmy. Well, yeah, in some way, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, we had a big morning, did we not? We were up early. Today was the Greater Pittsburgh Community Leaders Prayer Breakfast. Yeah. How early were you up? Uh, my alarm went off at 4.30. <laughs> I got up at 4.45. Yeah. I had to come to grips with it for 15 minutes. Aren't you afraid in those 15 minutes you're going to fall back well, into no, a deeper sleep? Well, no, because I have a, a, you a, know, snooze. a snooze. That's torture. You, don't, you never do snooze? No, no. Lex, no. do you do snooze? No, but I do set like twelve different alarms. Oh, gee. okay. Well, so you're basically doing a snooze. Right, basically, right, right, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm one and done. Mm. Let's go. Really, that's good. I wish I wish I was like that. It's just a, I, you know, I need time to really accept what's oh, happening. No, that 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 purgatory of no, I, it's not purgatory. It is it's to the me. time when you're sitting there enjoying Lying. your bed. You're you're thinking how great it is. No. You're thinking how comfortable you are. No, no. To me, it's like okay, it's time to go. Otherwise, I fall into like this abyss of anxiety so and your fear. Your alarm goes off, and you get right out of bed. Yes, I. Yes. Listen, I don't think I've ever done that my whole life. What? See, the sl- uh, that snooze thing is like a prison to me. I am not going there. It's it's like a little hellscape. Nope. The alarm goes off. You climb out of bed. Well, I mean, the alarm goes off. I lay there. Beat, beat, beat. You know, okay, thinking about stuff. And for a second, less than 30 seconds. Yeah, for sure, less than. But there's, you know, a few seconds of lingering. Until I regain full consciousness, and then I, you know, get out, start the day. I have to ramp up slowly. I am telling you what. I don't know. I don't know whoever invented the snooze thing. It's just. It's probably a bad habit. I'm willing to admit it, and yet, it's not. Not. Anyway, we digress. I'm not changing at this point. It was a great morning at the uh, prayer breakfast. We met at Heinz Field with 700 of our closest friends. Yeah, the uh, Greater Pittsburgh Community Leaders Prayer Breakfast. That's what I called it. (laughs) 
<laughs> you Pretty did? sure I already said that. Last I thought you said the prayer breakfast. No, I, I just said want to the make sure thing. you know. Mm-hmm. Keynote speaker. Yep. Joel Gilliam, mm-hmm. his and beautiful his wife. Fabulous. They did such a really great job. Great prayers, great fellowship. Yep. Really, we saw so many people. I mean, I think when I left, there were only four. Now, keep in mind, there was over seven hundred people at this event. Yeah. By the time I left, I think there were four of us. Uh, yeah, I came. I came I downstairs exhausted. through a different exit, and there you were. And I was like, "Oh, let's get a let's yeah, go home." What are we doing? Yeah. So anyway, for nice. a, everyone that we uh, did not get to see, who wanted to say hi, hey. we're saying hi now. Very good. Uh, for all of you who were there, and we did get to say hi too. Boy, it was really fun very to connect good, with very, that many very, people. Very good. Yeah. You get plans for the weekend? Uh, I do have plans. My uh, husband's playing out tonight, hey. so I'm going to go hear some music. Nice. And then tomorrow uh, is the big ribbon cutting at Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Oh, we'll be there. Yeah. So we're going to cheer on our friend Bill Glaze and that outstanding congregation. Excellent. They've gone through the red very tape of the local government. Yep. And they're finally in their new church. Yep. So it's going to cool. be a big weekend for them and uh so we want to wish them the best very good all right uh even though it's friday do you have some news i do have some excellent okay so then let's go and look at the news listen to the news without further ado kath please give us your top four at four for friday april 28 2023 uh the last radio radio show of the month April. What happened April? It went super fast. Wait, they said in like a lamb, out like a... No, no in it's like March. a lion. It's no, it's March. Is it March? Uh-huh. You sure? Positive. <laughs> well, what did they say about April? <laughs> I don't know. I mean... April showers bring May flowers is what they say. Here we go. There All we right. Go. Okay, feel good about it. It's raining today. Mm-hmm. In like a lamb, out like a lion with the showers. Can I do the news Please. now? <laughs> Sorry. I digress again. <laughs> Number one, a nationwide review of the 84 million Medicaid enrollees over the next year that will require states to remove people who in, whose incomes are now too high for the federal state program offered to the poorest Americans is going to be a mess. Millions are expected to be left without insurance after getting a reprieve for the past three years during the pandemic. Uh, the federal government, if you remember, barred states from removing anyone yep. during that time. Um, but now Medicaid enrollees, and I'm reading here from CBS News, are already reporting, or I think this is from ABC News, yes, already reporting they've been erroneously kicked off in a handful of states that have begun removing people. The notices are so confusing, said Trevor Hawkins, who works for Legal Aid of Arkansas. No two people have had the same experience with losing their coverage. It's hard to identify what's really the issue with each person. Some people, John, check this out, have been mailed pre-populated application forms that include the wrong income or the wrong household information but leave Medicaid enrollees no space to fix it, right? Others have received documents that say that Medicaid recipients will lose their coverage before they've even had an opportunity to reapply for it. A spokesman for the Arkansas Department of Human Services said the forms instruct enrollees to fill in their information. (laughs) Really? Anyway, it is a big mess. Read more about that I mean, at ABC News. We give out billions and billions and billions of dollars and we can't to, fig- to we aid can't, around the world. We can't figure out the portal. for. We can't take care of our own poor? I know. It's, it's, Are they on elderly? For, really? Just because we're so disorganized. The most vulnerable. I, we're just going to kick out. Number two, the stone of destiny. 
an ancient symbol of Scotland's monarchy, is on its way from Edinburgh Castle to London to play its role in the coronation of King Charles III on May 6th. The stone, also known as the Stone of Scone, was used for the coronation of Scotland's kings until it was seized more than 700 years ago by the then King of England, Edward I. The 335-pound stone... It was then held in Westminster Abbey until 1996 when it was permanently returned to Scotland. It was agreed at that time that it would be brought back to England for future coronation ceremonies. How about that? The Stone of Destiny is Scotland's icon. Didn't we read at one point like it's like two pieces of it now? Kind of like a chunk fell off? I think I remember a bit yeah, fell off. Right, yeah. I didn't read that in this article. Oh, no, I did. It, it's actually right here at the bottom. It says several years before the coronation of Queen Elizabeth in 1950, four students from Glasgow uh-huh. broke into the abbey and took the stone uh-huh. and broke it. Right. The right. stone they of destiny, the pebbles of despair. Whatever. Right. Number three. According to the Pirates' official retail partner, Fanatics, which handles both the retail stuff in the venue and e-commerce, they say that pirate merchandise sales up 60% from last year. Online sales up more than 50%. Mm -hmm. And number four... Steelers general manager Omar Khan overseeing his very first draft traded up three spots with the Patriots last night to select Georgia Bulldog Broderick Jones, an offensive tackle with the number 14 overall pick. Khan sent the Steelers number 17 pick and a fourth round selection to jump ahead of the hated Jets. Very nice. And select Jones. And that's your top four. So how about the Patriots helping the Steelers out to stymie the Jets? Well, that's a first. Isn't that weird? You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Did you watch any of these, right? I did. It's very weird TV. It's... Isn't it? I think uh, I would say it's definitely too much at this point. Yeah, you think? I mean, all of... Holy smokes. First of all... I. I think it is the most overblown sports event of the year by far. I don't understand what like, the, the hoopla is I appreciate about. the fact that there is a draft, but do we have to get this into it? How's and your mock draft? S- uh, that is the dumbest. The mock draft. Talk about a complete waste of time. Projecting your hopes and dreams what onto something. What are you doing? I've done seven different mock drafts. Right. Well, why, okay. If you decided to do seven mock drafts. Yeah. I really feel like you should find another hobby. A little more work to do. Good night. Okay, that's Am a, I being too mean about the mock nah, drafts? That's fine. It's, We're just complaining because it's a little fright, late Friday afternoon. Okay. We're kind of sleepy and cranky. Yeah, right? I think that's what it is. Shall we take a break? Yes, coming right. up after the break, Sunrise Scripture and Thomas Merton. Our old friend, Therese Borchard, we haven't talked to her in many mm-hmm. a year. She's mm-hmm. back with us. She'll talk about what it's like to get up early. I'll share my experience today and see if we like hers or mine better. 101.5 WORD. Your station for Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has overcome so that he who shed his blood according to the purposes of God for the people of God, that one was worthy to open the scrolls to show the purposes of God, and he's the one who is worthy to open the gates for the people of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD.
My friends, Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now, there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866-806-2977. we still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the Digital Marketing Specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group, Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice, plus cryofacial for just $2.49. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. Grace Burchard back with us. She writes for several publications and websites on the topic of spirituality and emotional health. I think that's how we first met her years ago. She also has a blog called The Second Pilgrimage, which can be found on her website. We'll tell you more about that before the end of the segment. But for now, Therese, welcome back. Well, thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah, it's our pleasure, Therese. Okay, so you're working in in a a senior community. And as part of that, as a spiritual director there, you often give talks, yes? Yes. I do. I do. I give uh, talks in the health center, uh, people who have disabilities of all kind of all sorts, and then also in the uh, independent living. But um, I find that uh, the work with uh, people in the health center, people who have dementia, different kinds of mm. physical disabilities is really rewarding, um, trying to speak to them about God's Word and, and the hope and resilience that are found uh, in Christian faith. Now, when we uh, met you, I was going to put that in kind of air quotes, except you can't see me, uh, years ago, you were writing and speaking on mental and emotional health and spiritual healing and that sort of thing. So I can see a pretty easy transition uh, from the stuff you were writing and thinking about to what you're doing now. Um, but can you talk about what that was, what 
why you chose to have the job that you do and what it's like for you? Well, I began when I graduated from college. I graduated with the religious studies, uh, theology. I went to get my master's in theology. And when I first started working for BeliefNet, um, it was, well, I, I first started with religious publications and, and in religion and spirituality. And then when I was working with BeliefNet, I think that's when we first um, worked together. It was a combination of spirituality and uh, mental health. But then I kind of segued more into mental health and was losing the spirituality and the faith part of it. Mm-hmm. And wanted more in a personal connections with people with faith. And yeah. so I went. Yeah, like actual application. Right, right. And I'm finding that it really feeds my writing to have concrete ministry with people. And, um, you know, I'm. I'm more grounded, I think, in the experience of of faith. Um, I think when you write, when you write blogs and when you write books, it's easy to get caught in the research and kind of the uh, air view and not be grounded in the experience of people's limitations and what they're really going through. So, I, 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 yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's been good for my writing. So, Therese, talk to us about a talk you gave about Sunrise Scripture and Thomas Merton. Well, there was, uh, you know, it's the Easter season, and we're we're always we're thinking about light and hope. And one thing that I have done the last two and a half months is watch the sunrise every morning, mm. and uh, it's been a beautiful practice to me of uh, that, that that is applied to faith in several ways. I think, um, you know, first the sun always rises. There hasn't been a morning where the sun just doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, hope is always there, but the sun, but every morning it's different. It's it's just really fascinating, depending on the, where the clouds, uh, where the the sun peaks through the clouds, and and the sun is actually moved while the earth is moving. When the sun then you know is in a different place, but it's always um, it's always different. But the sun always comes up, and I've I've noticed that even on the mornings where you don't think that you can see the sun, but you take out your phone and the filter, the lens on the phone can actually see the sun hmm. through it. And so it, to me, it, it, it does um, tell me about faith and that, that hope is always there, you know, even though we can't see it. And also that the more, the, when I researched light and sun, I realized that light in itself, when it's at rest, doesn't have any mass or energy. It's a, a physics fact. But when it's in motion, it has energy. It has the, the energy to sweep up the dust of the stars and, and create the earth that we know it. And so when I gave this talk, we, uh, we read scripture that concentrated on the light of being there, but, but also a, the light being there with a movement of the heart, you know, feed the hungry, shelter the oppressed, uh, clothe the naked, then you will then the light will break forth. Mm. And um, and then the Matthew, um, you are the light of the world, but, but don't put it under a, a bushel either. You know, have your lamp be alive and, and then it will, it will shine. And so it, it seems to me that we need for the light to be in motion. But of course, these are people with physical disabilities and they can't, you know, be in... Um, physical movement, but but a, a movement of the heart. And I thought about Thomas Merton's prayer that I have said every morning at sunrise, um, which is just a, a beautiful prayer. He says, my Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going 
I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I am following your will does not mean that I am actually doing so. Mm. But I believe that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I'm doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. So I think all we That's really so need, beautiful, Therese. Isn't it beautiful? It is my favorite prayer, because, because we don't always have to get it right. We don't always have to know God's will, but if we have the desire to please Him, mm. all we need is the desire, and that... You know, anyone in a wheelchair, anyone with dementia, anyone at all can have a desire to please God. And that's when the sun shines forth. That's good. Wow, that's really beautiful. Therese, uh, it, it's fascinating, the work that you're doing. And, you know, uh, uh, my, my connection with this is, is that I had an aunt who was in a managed care facility. And what was interesting to me, and I'm sure you see this, this is part of just your daily life, is that we would go to visit and residents would no longer be there. there there was always this turnover which meant that people were passing away and new people were coming in so how was that for you as you develop relationships and care and then you know people are gone in a heartbeat it's hard it's really hard um you know there are some chaplains that i knew at this and so it's hard for me to compartmentalize. Um, you know, I, I get emotionally invested and I think maybe the veterans are a little bit better at this than I am. <laughs> but I also think it's a gift in that I don't want to become too desensitized. You know, I, I always want to be empathetic and want to build that relationship because I think that's when you're really an effective minister and chaplain. So um, but it, it takes a lot of, I've been going to the woods every day after um, work and kind of processing just the grief and the, just the suffering, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because, because you do, I think, to be an effective chaplain, you really have to kind of climb in the hole and, and experience the grief and the loss and the, and, and the, the limitations with them. Um, so it's, it's heavy work, but it's, it's very meaningful too. I mean, I think I'm, I'm reminded every day just how precious and, and, and short life is and that you really want to live to the fullest. And, um, and I also see that, that those with faith, um, even though their illness is still is accelerating, they have a resilience that, um, that I don't think that, people, they have a hope. And I think that hope just really resides in the cells of people and they do much better. Um, some of them, some of them heal without, you know, some of them without terminal illnesses healed. But, but even the ones that um, do pass, it seems like they pass peacefully. And uh, there's just a difference that faith makes. Yeah, that's really, there really is a difference. Trace, can you talk about people with dementia? This is sort of a uh... A modern day scourge. I, I, I don't think, you know, a hundred years ago it, it was as if. And so whatever conditions there are, I mean, in our circles, I, I know more than several people and their families who are suffering through this long, strange, mysterious journey. It's as though people die while they're living. It is. It is. Uh, it's very difficult. I um, help 
um, the spouses of people with dementia in a support group. And um, it's heartbreaking. Um, some of the things they go through, I think there there is more dementia today, but I think we're also naming it and labeling it when we hadn't before, you know, just before people would go, quote, senile or um, and now yeah, it or has, people wouldn't live long enough to have right, a cognitive impairment. Is, Exactly. Exactly. I mean, in the in the community where I am, people are in their 90s. I mean, I just celebrated um, a hundred birthday wow. uh, with someone. In fact, wow, that's <laughs> cool. That's so I cool. Accidentally got her the candles that were the trick candles. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh good. You're messing with a hundred year old person. Oh my god! Don't let us leave it. Good. But um, but a lot of longevity there, and Excellent. so, um, but the the uh, silver lining is that I guess when you get to age ninety, your your risk of dementia um, is is very decreased. So interesting. If you make it there, <laughs> but that um, that period of seventy to to eighty, and and just even after sixty, people do um, are getting um, dementia at a higher rate, and I think it is because they're we're living longer. And um, also, I think some things are contributing to it, our lifestyles and, and so forth. Um, if you ever want to talk about uh, ways to um, reduce it, we've been doing a lot of that in our support groups for the people who oh, are. Well, let's have you back on again okay. and let's um, hit that as a topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's been interesting because uh, it grows so much of it. And, um, but uh, uh, it's there, I, we, we've been working with Dr. Ranch, who is um, an expert in it. And what I love about his philosophy is that he concentrates on the person, not the illness, the person with, you know, within the illness. And there's still a need there. And to, um, to promote whatever the person can do and the, the, just the person inside this disease and, and, it's amazing how much people do um, do live and are aware. This this woman that didn't think people didn't think that she could, you know, tell that anything was happening around her. Her spouse, ironically, died before she did. Her spouse was ninety five, but her spouse was very alert, and um, she's been has severe dementia for a number, of, you know, at least for. 10, 12 years, and so everyone thought that she would go before him and, mm-hmm. and think that she would be aware of his death, but um, she she calls out his name, and she knows that something's happened, mm-hmm. and um, they are much more aware than people think, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, I've seen that in, in my work, so. Well, Therese, I'm sorry to tell you that the time is up, but we would like to have you back and talk about... Um, Yeah, and preventing cognitive decline, what that looks like with your patients and what we could share with our listeners. But for now, it was nice to be reacquainted. Fascinating work, Therese. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. Therese Bouchard, you can find her website, theresebouchard.com. It took a panicked run on a major bank to lead to the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And Moody's just downgraded the entire U.S. banking system from stable to negative. Just a reminder why many people diversify their portfolios with something tangible, something that doesn't need bailing out, something that can't vanish into thin air.
Learn the truth in Swiss America's shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. This all-out war against cash is a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. You must read The Secret War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This all-out war on cash, digital forms of currency, too, is growing daily. So please get and read The Secret War on Cash, free to Salem Listeners by calling or texting now at 800-630-1495. Make sure you mention Salem when you call or text 800-630-1495. Join Macy's and Trust for Public Land to bring more parks to more people across the country now during Earth Month. Throughout April, you can help turn bare schoolyards into vibrant parks that communities can use outside school hours. Just donate online to Trust for Public Land or round up your Macy's store purchase up to 99 cents and donate the extra change. Give back today and find out how we're helping people and the planet thrive together now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Terry Wardenas here from the Gateway Clipper. Celebrate Mom with a family aboard a Mother's Day cruise, sailing Sunday, May 14th. All moms will receive a special gift from all of us at the Clipper. For reservations, visit gatewayclipper.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it right. 724 New Roof. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Premature birth is the number one killer of babies. Those who survive often face birth defects and complications that affect them for life. For hundreds of thousands of families in the United States, this is the hardest thing they will ever have to face. And it's even harder on the baby. March of Dimes is providing education and support to families and funding life-saving research to give every baby a fighting chance. You can help. Do something today. Give them tomorrow at marchadimes.org slash tomorrow. We'll see a couple of evening showers, otherwise cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 50. Rather cloudy for tomorrow with a couple of showers. Tomorrow's high, 63. Cloudy skies tomorrow night with a couple of showers at a low of 50. Sunday, we'll see periods of rain. Some of that could be heavy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Time now for this or that. It's our weekly dip our toe into silliness. I've got a list. She's got a list. She being Kathy Emmons. Mm. And we just kind of go at it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I see you got a digital copy. I do. I usually have paper, but not today. Okay. Well, then it goes with this. Okay, I'm ready. Hard copy Bible. An app Bible. Okay, I enjoy them both. Mm. I have to go with hard copy Bible, though. Though searching is 
so uh, very easy on the Bible Gateway. The add-ons. It's so easy. The different translations. Yeah, or, yeah different. that's really, it is really nice. It does make it nice. Yes. So you're answering. I'm still, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still choosing hard copy Bible. Serving as a judge for a talent contest, serving on a jury. I kind of like, I real. I think I want to serve on a jury. Really? I think I do. What if you were sequestered for like six months? I know. Months? What about that? Like disappear. What do you have to do by the, sh- the show by yourself? <laughs> You'd have to like bring me fruits and vegetables to keep me alert. Here's your mail. <laughs> a big wheel. Barbie. Oh! Oh! Well, listen. I never had the big wheel because only the rich kids had big wheel. Right. So I think now I would choose big wheel. Hey. I feel like I want to. I think they make adult big wheels. Which would be really silly. That would be silly. Snarky Puppy, Nickel Creek. Oh. Well, that's two totally different things. It's this or that. John. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you by saying Nickel Creek. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, here's the thing. I love Snarky Puppy. Yeah. But some of their stuff is just too out for me, mm-hmm. and it's too, too out. Yeah, and it's too long. Okay. So a lot of some of the songs are just too long. I feel like we need to. Can we cut this off? Turn but I still up. love them. Yeah. But I I'm really into Nickel Creek now. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. Uh, Fish Fry Friday. Pierogi Fest. Oh, Pierogi Fest. Oh. Oh my gosh! Really? Yes. Making small talk for two hours. An exorcism. <laughs> That's awesome. That could be the greatest question I've ever been asked in the history of this or that. Um, I Well, I, I think I have to pick the uh, making two hours of small talk. Okay. <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah. Dick Grote? Oh. What's this or that? I just... What? I have to pick Dick Grote. Okay. Sorry, gotcha. At home on the couch on a Friday night. Sleeping in until 10 on Saturday morning. Oh, why can't I have both? It's this or that. Oh, gosh. I think I like the Friday night laying on the sofa thing. I really do. Only having one tooth. Only having three fingers. (laughs) What is wrong with you that you would think of that? I don't know. Um, What? Three fingers. (laughs) Sad. Singing the national anthem at PNC Park. Mm-hmm. Throwing out the first pitch at PNC Park. Oh, I'd be, be bad at both. I'd be horrible at both. I would actually probably. Here's the thing: I would go to sing, and people would expect me to be good, and I'd be so under average that they, people would be disappointed. So I'd say throw out the first pitch because everybody knows I'm going to be awful. All right. That's my this or that. Well, all of a sudden, I got like into a therapy session there. <laughs> talk about. Must be the three fingers. Talk, talk, more information than anybody needed. What the heck? Um, in case you didn't notice, the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates are leading the National League. Uh, I have. And I don't mean in losses. Nope. I don't mean Which in is, walks. Yeah. I Strike mean, <laughs> I actually mean they're leading the National mm-hmm. League. Mm-hmm. Very good. So in honor of them, I have the it's way better than you thought edition <laughs> of this or that. Surprise. Because you whined and complained before the season started. That wow. it was, you weren't even going to go to opening day because you hate the whole organization right, and yeah. it's terrible. It's been delightful April. It's the it's way better than you thought edition. Okay. Number one, a Honda Pilot or a Toyota Avalon. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that Pilot's tough to beat. 
That's my ride. Really? You're taking the pilot? Oh, yeah, yeah. Number two, a reverse shoulder replacement <laughs> or a custom-made shoe insert. <laughs> Give me the insert. Would you? Because I'm walking strong. Walking. It's way better than you thought, right? Oh, it sure is. That's why we're in this edition. Number yep. three, being a bike messenger in New York City yep. or working and living in a funeral home. <laughs> oh, both delightful experiences, I would say. It's hard to believe, yeah. but yes. Oh, being a bike messenger in New York City. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Better than you thought. Comedian Jim Gaffigan is a serious actor. Mm. Or comedian Sebastian Maniscalco is a serious actor. Wow, that's a great one. That's really great. I mean, they're both surprising. Both surprising. Yeah. I mean, and I've only seen Gaffigan in a short clip. Yeah. Oh, Gaffigan's fa- off the charts. But Sebastian, a totally unexpected. Totally. Yeah, I would say Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Okay. Number five, chocolate from Trader Joe's or duck pin bowling? Oh, duck pin bowling. Really? Yeah. Oh, we're closing up. Is that it? 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. How do we approach the world we're living in now? Well, first thing I hope people will do is realize we have so much to be positive about, so much to be thankful for. We have the message. We have the real message of what life is all about. Dr. David Jeremiah and guest Sheila Walsh discuss the series, Where Do We Go From Here? Next time on Turning Point. This evening at 730 on 101.5 WORD. Can you hear it? The cry of those living in darkness, in desperate need of hope. As their cries go up, we here at Cornerstone Television long to answer. We believe God is calling each of us for such a time as this to rise up and come to the battle line with the hope of Jesus Christ. Don't miss Cornerstone's Hope Arising special programming with Pastor Jim, Jason Howard, Matt Sorger, Apostle Connie Brooks, and Jay Gilbert. This is a special invitation for you to come to the battle line with us to link arms and see hope arise. Our mission to reach the nations remains strong, but we can't fulfill our mission without you. Tune in April 24th through 28th at 8 p.m. and discover how to be a strong force of light in the darkness. Watch Hope Arising on Cornerstone Television Network. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1 800 Very Dry. JD Waterproofing. 1 800 Very Dry. 
South Point Telecom specializes in electronic chimes for your church or community center. Replace or upgrade your existing bells with affordable, high-fidelity musical carillons. This is Don Hoder with 30 years' experience at South Point Telecom with audio, video systems, office phones, and computer cabling. Phone me now for a quick, affordable price. 412-646-6262 or go to southpointtelecom.com. Are some people born with a greater potential to be wise? Hmm. Some scientists, such as neuropsychiatrist Dilip Jesty thinks so. Jesty believes that wisdom is a trait that may be genetically inherited, though environment also plays a major role. Uh, wisdom, he says, isn't only a product of experience and age, but also of distinct traits and behaviors associated with specific but connected brain regions, the prefrontal cortex and amygdala are key, he says. Amygdala, I think. Amygdala, okay. Or Kathy, fine. Like I'm, like I'm coming back to that word sometime in the near future. Oh, you know, Cass said the amygdala is coming. Here's my wisdom. Okay. Uh, Justy is a president-elect uh, of the World Federation of Psychotherapy. He was intrigued when he noted that basic ideas about wisdom as expressed in ancient spiritual texts, mm. that would be the Bible, right. <laughs> have remained stable over millennia with some cultural differences. The wise have tended to be compassionate, calm, open-minded, and decisive people who have learned from their experiences, he says. Uh, the grandmother hypotheses, for example, uh, that women might live decades beyond their reproductive years to transmit wisdom that help adult children and grandchildren to thrive. Never heard about that. Biologically, grandmothers have passed on their genes and may no longer be fertile. But by living longer, they can provide care and wisdom that boosts the physical and emotional health of their descendants. Wisdom might even be a personality trait that can be roughly 35 to 50 percent genetically inherited, Jesse says. 35 to 50 percent inherited wisdom. Yep. Although environmental influences shape wisdom, too. What do you think? Where are you reading from? Uh, this is uh, from uh, the Washington Post. Yeah. Uh, so the, apparently there's a new book out uh, called Wiser, The Scientific Roots of Wisdom, Compassion, and What Makes Us Good. Would you consider yourself? <sighs> Wise? Wise. No. But I would consider myself wiser than I was. <laughs> That's it. That Right? That experience, yeah. I would say, drives yeah. wisdom. Yeah. I would say that for sure, but their common God's common grace, which he bestows on humankind just because we are made by him. There is, I mean, that is, that is a real thing that we see in the world and in people. So it's not like just Christians are wise. No, it's a sprinkling, isn't it? God just yeah. kind of goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Common grace. Here, yeah. here you, here you all go. Yeah. Um, but there is a particular wisdom that comes with knowing God longer. There really is. Yeah, I agree. There really is. And for... And being in God's Word. Yep. And being formed by it 
And, you know, right. you know, how, how many Proverbs are there? You know, at the beginning of Proverbs, after the first chapter, it talks about wisdom like a person. Yes. You know, um, so, you know, chasing her, mm-hmm. chasing that wisdom is what makes you wise. It's not like it happens, you know, kind of by osmosis. So in Proverbs, if you're reading Proverbs, studying Proverbs, meditating on that, in some ways, it does make you wiser. Yeah. Because these examples are before you. Yeah, and you're constantly reminded of how important it is. But are some people more predisposed, that's basically what he's saying, to wisdom than others? I, I would say yes. You think? Because, well, because other, we're pre, I'm predisposed to this. My talent is this. Is So maybe wisdom in some ways is a sprinkling of talent no i don't think so because i feel like anybody well is this true i don't know what to say about that yeah i was going to say every any person who follows jesus becomes wiser no but no that's maybe not that's true. not that true. is not true no we no <laughs> no you sure undoubtedly come on you, you know that and i'm not you know, no You you could become wiser, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you will. That it automatically happens? No, no. Uh, application is key. Study is key. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. It's like you're never going to. Okay, is it like physical strength where some people might have a predisposition to be stronger than other people? And if you but that. everybody, if you lift weights and your body's responding in a healthy way, you will become stronger. Yes. But right. if you don't work it, you're not going to become stronger by osmosis. I agree. Yes, yes. And so there, that's why we are less of a society because we have lost the biblical truths that used to be embedded in education, in our Sundays. It, that's gone away now. And so, you know, our phones have replaced our wisdom readings. And people don't read deeper like they used to. Mm-hmm. We definitely are lazier readers. I that's mean, for sure. Even yeah, if our you, phones have made us lazier readers. But if you would look even at you know the Greeks, right? Um, if you're if you're reading, yeah, right. You're reading the classics. You mean? Yeah, there's wisdom in all these stories. Yeah, I mean that's true. That's where that's I the mean, essence of the Greek myth, right? Is that yeah. they're trying to prove a point or even, teach something. Even in the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. all those stories that have been handed down, as he's saying, for thousands of years, whether they're biblical or, right? Great minds have come before us and revealed themselves. I don't, themselves I'm still us. not sure. And I don't know how you prove, I'm not sure what his studies are, how you prove, like how he would get to the number that 35 to 50% of wisdom is inherited. I just don't, I don't know how you could. Right. I mean, obviously, you'd have to, obviously, you'd be studying families, duh. But I just don't know what his particular data set is. And I, it, it, I don't know if you can isolate like that. Well, he's saying. I mean, here's the thing, because I think behavior has a lot to do with it. If you come from a family of readers, right? My grandmother was a reader. Or my mom was a reader. Or my dad, whatever it is. Then each of the houses, homes that you grew up in taught you to read and be curious, then you're going to end up reading and being curious and probably wiser. So would someone like, say, Abraham Lincoln, 
right, clearly identified as a wise and great man. Yes. If he was not raised in that tradition that he was raised in. In the log cabin. Reader, right. With the work ethic embedded in him and all the reading, studying. Then he wouldn't, you're right. He, if he would not have put the work in, he would not, he would have, not have been, been able as, to perform. He would not have been nearly as wise. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, but the the traits that he learned in his home were similar to the traits that his mother er, learned in her home. Because she passed it down. So I don't know how much of that's inherited if it's just environmental, but it's how people practice. I mean, you can be given a gift and not exercise the gift, not use the gift. Yeah, there are a lot of like big people who aren't strong, right. even though they have the potential to be strong. Exactly. So I think it's the gift. You may be genetically presupposed, but I'm not sure. I never thought about that before. Wisdom. Is it inherited? Genetically inherited? Right, roofing, siding, remodeling, specializing in roof replacements for churches and places of worship for nearly 40 years. For the church roof replacement specialists in Pittsburgh and the surrounding area, call 724 New Roof today for a free quote. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6745. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-6745. That's 800-575-6745. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Hey, doctor, not a real customer. Quote based on the healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. 
Rhema Christian School is enrolling now. Rhema is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rhema aims to develop the whole child, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rhema is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RaymaChristianSchool.org. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right call, doing it right. 724 New Roof. So here we are. It's um, the end of the uh, school year. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, a lot of kids have, you know, right, they've already settled on where they're headed to college. If you're coming in now, you're coming in a little bit late, don't you think? Probably, yeah. but it happens. It does happen, yeah. Uh, here's a story about a kid, uh, Dennis Barnes, who's a senior at International High School of New Orleans. He has set a new national record by receiving offers from 125 colleges and universities. What? What? Totaling more than $9 million in scholarship money, more than any other college-bound senior in United States history. The school said that uh, Barnes, a New Orleans native, applied to 200 schools across the country. And he says he'll announce his decision, uh, which college, on May 2nd. 200. Okay, why would you do that? I don't know. Every time you apply to a college, you got to pay a fee, right? 250 bucks, 300 bucks, 500 bucks, depending on where it is. Wow. I don't know. He said, uh, I submitted college applications in August with an eye on raising the bar high for college admissions. Decision letters were an overflow in my mailbox and hundreds of scholarship offers. So he spent 20 grand? I don't know. On applying to colleges? His goal was to reach $10 million in offered scholarships by the end of the month. He's maintained a cumulative grade point average of 4.98, holds leadership positions in National Honor Society, fluent in Spanish, received an official question qualification from the Institute Servites on behalf of Spain's Ministry of Education, plans on pursuing a, tool, a dual undergraduate degree in computer science and criminal justice. What the heck? So I think that's incredible. Because that dude is clearly yeah qualified and works his butt off. But do you think? But the why? Thing but why? Why would you? Why would you do that? There's to no, set a record. Yeah, that's all your maybe. But think you're. But if you do set the record, you've basically bought it because of how many schools you've paid right. in application fee. That's a thing. Well, why is, is that just a price? To, because you. Why do they do that? It's a rip off. It is a rip off. So if you. Right, because you know, you, so much of the university system in America ripoff. is a complete sham. Yeah, it really is. I hate to say that, but it's true. I mean the 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 price of scholarship of education year by year is out of hand. What we pay out and of what hand? You're paying now. I mean, the amount of increase we all know it is ridiculous. the The college bubble is, I think, burst and is on its way down. You think? That's what I think. I Just because so many people are going to want to go online. The pandemic. So yep. if, if you go online, then there's no need for the brick and mortar. So right? you're, not, you're not paying for room and board. But look, I mean... I'm not saying that that's a great choice emotionally for somebody. No, no. But I'm, but I'm saying if you're confronted with paying 50 grand a year... Right to go to school, you, your family doesn't have the ability to pay for it, and that's going to be a loan for you, then why 
it doesn't make any sense. Well, do you think colleges will reduce the price of admission if it goes online? Because that didn't happen during the it pandemic. It didn't happen during the pandemic. Right. But you would think, I mean, look at Carnegie Mellon. You drive up Forbes Avenue, they continue to build. All colleges continue. Yeah. Build, 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 build. You go into Oakland, you have to really want to be there because it is just one gigantic construction heap in like 10 different places. We're going to take a break for news and weather. When we return, we'll talk about James Corden's late, last late night show last night and the advice he had for America. Also, the most important question college students are asking themselves, who am I? FM, remembering Charles Stanley. I value you enough to give my life to what God has called me to do so that you will be able to be stronger in your walk, find the will of God for your life, and to enjoy the goals that God will help you reach. Celebrating the life and legacy of Charles Stanley. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Flash Metaxas. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States urging for a continued truce in war-ravaged Sudan. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says there was an initial reduction in reported violence after a truce was agreed to, but the U.S. is deeply concerned about the increase in ceasefire violations. We urge the SAF and the RSF to fully uphold and extend the ceasefire. She also says the U.S. is working to create options for American citizens to leave Sudan. What else correspondent Greg Clutchton? U.S. Army says three soldiers who have been killed and other injured after two helicopters collided and crashed in Alaska. While returning from a training flight, the Army says two soldiers died at the scene of Thursday's crash. A third died on the way to the hospital in Fairbanks. The names are being withheld until relatives can be notified. On Wall Street, the Dow up 160 points. The Nasdaq ahead 48. This is SRN News. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he's discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now has a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you'll ever own. Hey, this is John Hall. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 
MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code WORD. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Surroundpittsburgh.com. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. We'll see a couple of evening showers, otherwise cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 50. Rather cloudy for tomorrow with a couple of showers. Tomorrow's high, 63. Cloudy skies tomorrow night with a couple of showers at a low of 50. Sunday, we'll see periods of rain. Some of that could be heavy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Late night television. Um, I used to watch all the time. Stay up for Johnny Carson. Letterman. Yep, Letterman back in the day, of course, yeah. Uh, Jay Leno, that wasn't a fan. not really. I like... uh, Jimmy Fallon a lot, but I never stay up. I usually, or if I do, I do no, I up. actually do stay up, but I don't watch TV live. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm usually streaming something or reading. So last night, uh, James Corden, I think after eight years, yeah. said farewell to his audience on CBS. Was it the uh, late Late Show? I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I never watched the show a single time. Neither have I. I watched every carpool karaoke though. I think. Which is a hilarious idea. It is a stroke of genius. And the last one that, did you see Adele picked him up? She came back again, right? Yes. Lexi, did you see this? I did not. Oh my gosh, is it funny? Was it last night? Yeah. Uh, Well, I saw it on YouTube. Okay. So I don't know if it aired last night or it aired, it was sometime in the last week. Interesting. Okay. But she's, I think, the most pop, I mean, they're, they're good friends yeah. in, uh, in actual life. And I think that her carpool karaoke, her original one, which is hilarious, oh. is one of the top, you know, one of the top views on YouTube. Um, on YouTube. And so uh, it was very funny, her picking him up oh, that's and funny. her driving. Excellent. It's yeah, I liked it a lot. So James Corden uh, certainly different than a um, a typical late night host. Uh, he's British. He's Brit, and he was a musical theater star 
before he took on the reins. He's incredibly talented. He surely is. Yeah. You see his musical chops and you go, holy smokes. Yeah. Um, Because he was British, of course, um, he's got a very particular view of America. And Mm -hmm. so last night, as he was exiting, he spoke... um, eloquently throughout the evening and you know reviewed clips over the last eight years but towards the end of the show we'll play a clip right now of something that he said that's that struck a nerve here's james corden from last night moving here to america eight years ago it was a huge leap for me my family my son was three our daughter was 12 weeks old and uh, we now have another small person and she's american (laughs) yeah we uh you know, we, we started this show, we started with Obama, then Trump, then a global pandemic. And, and I've, watched, I've watched America change a lot over these past few years. I've watched, I've watched divisions grow and, and I've seen and I've felt a sense of negativity bubble and at points boil over. And I guess all I really want to say tonight is I implore you to remember what America signifies to the rest of the world. My entire life, it has always been a place of optimism and joy. And yes, it has flaws. So many, but show me a country that doesn't. Show me a person that doesn't. Me, you, all of us, we are all trying to figure this out. We are every single one of us a work in progress. And just because somebody disagrees with you, it doesn't make them bad or evil. We are all more the same than we are different and there are so many people there are so many people who are who are trying to stoke those differences and we have to try as best we can to look for the light to look for the light well, that's really good that is good that is really good you see an outsider perspective who's made and look look at the pride that his third child is an, an american, american. Right, he was very proud of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think what he says is off base at all. Isn't it surprising when you, John, uh, travel out of the country, how people around the world look at America? Mm-hmm. I mean, I the first time I left America, I mean, the first time I left America and went to Europe, um, I was really amazed at how, first of all, how tuned into American politics people were like way more so than we would be tuned into German or yeah. Dutch politics you know everybody knew what was going on in America but how important America's I, I mean I, I I've shared this before I remember uh, being in Germany and and being around a lot of young people who were between the ages of like 12 and 18 and more than one time I heard them say the land of the free the home of the brave not joking but seriously saying land of the free home, like I want to go there. Yeah. That's how I mean, America is so important to people around the world. I remember being in Indonesia and having people on the street literally come up to me and say, you know, are you from America? Yes. Um, I've always wanted to move to America. Mm-hmm. I've always, wa- I mean, we have, it seems like we have everything that a country could possibly want. And all we do is hate the other side and complain. Yeah, that's hard to refute, Kath. We, we, you just, 
you don't know what you have until you leave here and see how the other parts of the world live. Not saying, of course, that we are the be-all and end-all, because right. there are many wonderful places in this world. There are. There are really wonderful places. But the ideals that America has been built on, those promises. They are unique. <laughs> it's an experiment. It changed the world it forever. Did. And we forget that and denigrate this country and drag it through the mud and And we also are certain, and this is such a, I I guess it's, I mean, it, maybe it's the heart of being opinionated, but we're so certain that should the other side assume power, that the country is over. Mm -hmm. Both sides feel that way. That can't be true. No. It can't be true. How many people have said this is the most important election of our lifetime over and over? Every, I've heard that every one. four sure, years yeah. for the last, you know, 26 years at least. And the people who say, I'm leaving. If this, if X wins, I'm out of here. And then, of course. They never go. No one does. I mean, Barbara said if George W. Bush was elected, she's moving to Mexico. <laughs> Think how long ago that was. <laughs> I, Again, she's 82 years and old and living still, in San Fran. If you go to other countries, you're always happy to come back home. There is no yep. doubt about that. And walk through immigration sometime. You know, if you're headed into other places in this world and hold up an American passport, it's a point of pride. It still is. So James Gordon was right. Yep. It's a good reminder from someone outside of our regular viewpoint of what we have here and not to forget it. We're taking a break. When we come back, what's the most important question that a college student asks themselves? Who am I? What's next on the Friday edition of The Ride Home? Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from We Are Messengers, Wholehearted. Yes, I am by Christian Paul. And Andrew Ritt for the love of God. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Have you ever found yourself wondering, am I really forgiven? Is my salvation certain? Well, the answer is yes, if you're a follower of Jesus. And the 31-day devotional titled Assurance will help you quell any doubts. This is a book that addresses the reluctant thoughts we often face and draws from Scripture to show that our doubts may be unfounded. Request this comforting book from Truth For Life at truthforlife.org slash donate. Now that spring is here, of course, that means weddings, graduation parties, you name it, right? Everything outdoors. And if you're planning a party, we suggest the spring house in Marsha. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. Hey, yeah, this is a great time of year to start planning for spring and summer parties. We've already had so many on the ball moms calling to do their graduation mm-hmm. parties. And, and right now, you know, it's communion time. So we've had a lot of those also. And people are planning um, showers, baby showers, wedding showers, reunions for the summertime. So this is a great time of year to um, keep that phone ringing at the spring house. Keep my sister Jill busy with her catering crew, and they'll help you put together a wonderful menu. Um, If you have a wedding coming up, she'll even do a sampling with you. And she's got, like, all kinds of great ideas and plans for that. And she's so 
fun to plan with. She's just like, like, you know, grandma helping you out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this is a great time of year to think about catering from the spring house. Fabulous. No matter what. No matter what the event, the Springhouse can help you to make it perfect. So go online, check them out right now, springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, guys. Quote based on healthy non-smoking 30-year-old female with a 20-year term policy rates may vary. Eligible policies and estate planning tools can vary by state. It's a busy life. You have enough to worry about. So here's a great way to check life insurance off your list. It's called Ethos. With the thought of medical exams, forms to fill out, and the cost, it's easy to see why life insurance can fall to the bottom of your to-do list. But at Ethos Life, we've got your back. For about a dollar a day, you could get a quarter million dollars in term life insurance without a medical exam. Just go online, answer a few health questions, and snap, family protected. You could get a quote in seconds, apply in minutes, and be covered in hours. No medical exams, no blood tests, no hassle. Right now, with your purchase of an eligible policy from Ethos, you'll get something else important to your family. Tools to create a legal will. A $449 value, yours free. Ethos, the 100% online, hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. End of the school year. The end of the school year is upon us. Right? It's been a heck of a year. Your kids uh, suffering through their finals. Mm-hmm. Man, suffering being the operative word. Yes, you remember that. Look back on yourself and oh you think, my oh, gosh. it's a mountain to climb. Yes. God, please help me. I know. Protect me through this perilous time. I know. I'll lose my mind. Paul McNulty is back with us. Paul's been a regular guest of us, our show, over the years. Paul's the ninth president of Grove City College. Uh, he had a career in uh, D.C. as a deputy attorney general as well. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But, Paul, welcome back to the show. The question that college students ask. This is a great one. Thanks for being with us. Yes, thank you. And, by the way, I'm glad that – I hope my students don't hear too much of what you just said. They might lose my enrollment. You, you made it sound like they're suffering so much as students. <laughs> well, so. come on. Finals is cruel and There's unusual a lot of drama. punishment. It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. No, no sugarcoating it. No. You got it. And you know, Paul. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Grove City, we want them to um, – we want them to uh, work hard too. It's pretty rigorous, and so uh, I can't deny that uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a tough calling. But we're very blessed with talented students Excellent. here at Grove City. So, Paul, uh, between the ages of eighteen and twenty-two, it's there is a lot of drama, like John just said. Uh, but mm-hmm. the core question: Who am I? Uh, mm-hmm. And what am I supposed to be doing? I mean, we we were just talking, John and I, to somebody who was goes to another school in Grove City, and uh, they're completely consumed with anxiety because, you know, what what am I going to do next? You know what I mean? I'm going to graduate right. next year, and yeah. then what am I going to do? And then how am I going to get a job? And then how am I going to pay my stu- school loans? And where am I going to live? And it just all of a sudden, it just is like a tumbleweed. Right, right. Yeah, Kathy, um, I have basically settled in the last... Um, month or two on this issue as being the key issue for uh, this generation. And I've had an interesting experience here because we have a lot of visitors to campus this time of year. Uh, We had about 750 people here for our um, admitted student day. So seniors who were considering the college. And so they came with uh, parents. And so you have parents and students. And then we had uh, a month later, um, junior visitation day, high school students, junior high school 
uh, I mean, juniors in high school, vis- beginning their visitation process, we had a thousand. So almost 2,000 people have visited the campus in the past month. And I have talked to both groups of people on the same theme, which is basically, who are you? And I've said, the more you know who you are, the more you'll appreciate um, who we are. And what I was trying to say was, when it comes to the question of who you are, the answer to that is critically important. And right now, um, young people are being told that they are whoever they want to be. Mm -hmm. They are defining their own purpose, and it's about their inner feelings. And those feelings should be acted out to be authentic people. And that's what you know, Carl Truman, our professor here, calls the modern self. Mm-hmm. And um, an expressive individualism is this idea of living consistent with how you feel. Well, meanwhile, of course, the Heidelberg Catechism and every other place we you know, look in Christianity has a different answer to the question of who are you. And so um, I took a chance and I made this the topic for these two speeches. And I said, I want to just ask this question to you students. Who are you? And here are your two choices. And um, in fact, in the very first uh, talk to the seniors, I had them stand and sing a new song by a young artist named Sky Peterson. She's 20 years old. She's the daughter of Andrew Peterson from Nashville. And she's just written a song called I Am Not My Own. And I had our student leaders in music teach that song to these students and their families. And I was a little concerned that this might be a little intense for you visiting a college and wondering what you're going to do. And the feedback has never been more positive. Is that right? I saw, te- I saw people crying as they were singing this song because they're struggling so much with this tension between how we define ourselves and they don't, and they see their own children torn mm-hmm. uh, in the culture today over this question. You know, I'm glad you brought up the question because it does speak to, I think, not just young people, but all of us in this culture. The whole you do you thing is way too much pressure. It's way too much responsibility mm-hmm. to put on a human being. We can't bear it for us to determine our purpose in life, for us to determine our sexuality, for us to determine our gender even. It's it's too many choices to make. And uh, you can and you can see where someone who is caught up in that type of outlook on life just ends up in anxiety or depression or some kind of, you know, formlessness because you can't get your head around all the options you have. And so for sure, you're going to choose the wrong one. Without a doubt. And the group think that goes along with that. If you step out of the bounds of the group think, then you become an enemy of the state, so to speak. That's right. That's exactly right. And you think about how that plays out in higher education. It affects what happens in the classroom, what you're free to say and you're not free to say um, in defining who you are. Um, the, The intolerance in the classroom to anyone who might dare to say something that might judge or feel like it's judging someone else's sense of their identity. Then think about the impact on community. The schools that, um, don't have as a unifying principle that we belong to something bigger than ourselves, the um, objective reality of God who made us, actually have don't have unity because there's nothing to give value to each other apart from what each person feels. And so it's all about your own tribe and your divisions and canceling each other and protests and so forth. So genuine community actually is achieved 
when we understand that we are not our own, that we've been bought with a price. And then you hit it, Kathy, around the head, purpose. When you know what your identity is, it gives you purpose in life. And and so I was, I'm trying to communicate to our students and people associated with our school that if we answer this question, uh, again, along the lines of, you know, think about the catechism, I am not my own, but belong with body and soul, both in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. If we answer that question that way, it opens up the whole door for how we learn, how we live together, and what we do with our lives and how we serve. So, Paul, this 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 age of 18 to 22-ish or so, and people searching for them, their, their true selves, right? For lack of a better phrase, my, my true self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is that formed and defined? I mean, uh, when you look at Grove City, is this a, a group decision to say, this is how we are going to speak the truth into the culture to these kids who are going to come into our lives? That's right. I mean, it has to be fundamental to the mission of an institution. So we say, for example, that we are Christ-centered. Well, what does it mean to be Christ-centered? Well, it means that we're oriented towards the Word, towards the truth, that it exists, that there is truth. And so um, it's immediately humbling, and it immediately puts things in perspective. So as students come here, um, they they immediately experience the idea that um, we are together, searching for, trying to understand, pursuing God's revealed truth, and that um, we have been created by him. We all have value and dignity. We're image bearers, and that uh, together, as image bearers, we are trying to understand how the creator has made all things. And when it's in the culture of an institution, well, then the students um, can flourish that way. Take that away, and my argument is, in this age, it just makes things really dangerous and mm-hmm. and very divisive and and um and that's what i was I, i'm tr- i was trying to communicate i think families are really um uh, understanding this this concern paul mcnulty's with us ninth president of grove city college paul um i i think another crisis that we're experiencing that goes along with this is that parents aren't able to talk to kids about this it's such a, a different mm-hmm. outlook it seems like the parameters of thought uh and potential and choices have changed so much right we used to talk about the generation gap this is the biggest one i could imagine mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. grieves me to think of you know s- students kind of looking to each other for answers. That's what, you know, drives a lot of the issues that we see now. Um, are 18 year olds asking other 18 year olds or 14 year olds asking other 14 year olds because it, they just don't seem to be able to engage an adult on it. Yeah, that's um, really unfortunate because if they can't, um, th- that removes um, a tremendous you know amount of hope for uh, rescuing um, young people from what can be a, a, a very harmful way of thinking that um, you you know you define your own existence and therefore um, you have to answer to your feelings. Um, you know my wife used to say to our kids as they went out the door when they were in grade school, the last thing she said to them was, "Remember who you are." You know, and that was her way of saying, you know, we've we've been defining ourselves as a family, mm-hmm. as followers of God. Now you need to see yourself that way as you go off into the direction you're going. And I think it has to start that way. It has to be. Um, it, Given the the headwinds that we're experiencing culturally, we have to have this ingrained into our families 
um, and through the church um, of, you know, finding our definition, knowing who we are uh, in God as our creator. Same God who made the heavens made us and and that's our profession. And, and so it's it's has to start from the very beginning. Paul, talk about Grove City, where you are right now at the the end of term. You said 2,000 students have shown up to, to look at the future of their position at Grove City College. Uh, how, how is uh, the, the underclass performing and uh, headed soon, I'm sure, to the end of the year? Yeah, we just have about two weeks left. And, uh, of course, this is a time of year of a lot of activities that um, – are kind of getting wrapped up at the same time. As I look at my schedule, I, today we had a, a venture battle of entrepreneurs um, competing for real money to invest in the companies that um, they've come up with. And by the way, most of them were very redemptive in their vision for what they want to do. It was a very uh, clear idea that this is something about serving Christ uh, mm-hmm. in the world in different ways. So that was uh, uh, edifying and encouraging. Uh, the orchestra will be playing tonight, mm. and then we'll be, you know, off uh, to hearing the well, the concert choir on, on, um, Sunday. On Sunday. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's just one thing after another this time of year. It makes it very special. Students are really engaged, um, and uh, and I, I I had um, this wonderful experience on Monday night of having all of the seniors and what we call our trustee scholars over for um, dessert and just like a three hour chat about their experience. And I asked them to finish this sentence. Um, because of blank, the lights went on for me in relation to blank. <laughs> I wanted to hear what huh. that class was, what that professor was, yeah. what that experience was, where the lights went on. And as they went around the room, 24 students, every one of them basically said something about their faith as where the lights went on. And, and I just thought, what a wow. marvelous testimony. Wow. Um, because when four years ago, they're coming, they're not sure what they're going to experience. Four years later, they're sitting in my living room saying, I grew because of this. I, be, I was transformed in my faith because of that. Every one of them spoke on sort of those terms. And I was just um, really struck by that. Well, that must be gratifying for you, Paul, to hear that. It is. It's, it's a wonderful privilege. Fabulous. Wow. Paul, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, nice talking to you, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. You too, Paul. That's Paul McNulty. He's the ninth president of Grove City College. You can find out more about them online at gcc.edu. As a young adult, your college years, of course, are extremely pivotal. It's the time to discover who you are, and if you're fortunate and you are involved in Christian life, to discover your God-given calling in life. Because the world calls and says, oh, your college career is all about your future self and making your income to provide for your life. But of Mm -hmm. course, life is much more than that. And there are limitless numbers, seemingly limitless numbers of colleges that will help your child down that path to figure out how to make the The most money, right? to find the most jobs, all those sorts of things. All important things to consider. However... How many schools are there that are going to help your child prepare to go out into the world, to be an effective witness for Christ, to be a person who's able to work in their chosen field in a way that is a calling, 
whether they're being trained as a mechanical engineer or they're being trained as someone in business or an elementary school teacher, whatever it is, looking at that job as their vocation that is given to them by God and that God can work through them in a magnificent way because of their own individuality. How many colleges are going to prepare a child to look at it that way? That would be Grove City College. Eternal biblical truth in all the teachings, gcc.edu, Grove City College. Today, the fastest growing religion is no religion at all. Do you think religion is good for the world? It only causes troubles and war. This is Kevin Sorbo. In the new movie, Irreligious Nation, my family and I travel to Israel to explore our faith and how lack of religion is affecting our culture and society worldwide. If God exists, is he even relevant today? Is God obsolete? Watch Irreligious Nation at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice, plus cryofacial for just $2.49. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. Terry Wardoss here from the Gateway Clippers. Celebrate Mom with a family aboard a Mother's Day cruise, sailing Sunday, May 14th. All moms will receive a special gift from all of us at the Clipper. For reservations, visit gatewayclipper.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see a couple of evening showers, otherwise cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 50. Rather cloudy for tomorrow with a couple of showers. Tomorrow's high, 63. Cloudy skies tomorrow night with a couple of showers at a low of 50. Sunday, we'll see periods of rain. Some of that could be heavy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Ruth Swedler is a hundred and six years old. Wow. Her sister Shirley Hodes is a hundred and four. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they are still active and still engaged. And so uh, they recently got together and sat down where uh, a reporter said, please give us your best advice for staying sharp as you age. And um, Ruth Swedler says she Loved to work. Loved to work. She was uh, an amateur actress in local theater productions. She stayed very active in both her synagogue and in various uh, Jewish organizations. She said, I'm religious. Um, I like being involved. Once as part of a lunch and learn study group at the synagogue, uh, she read through the Hebrew Bible in four months. Her two children were older. Uh, She got a full-time job as a paraprofessional as a teacher's aide. She stayed 20 years, only retired at the age of 70. Uh, her sister says it's important for her to connect. She was um, opining about the importance of family and especially about a good marriage. She said, there's nothing better. It's so wonderful to love and to be loved. She said, I'm very lucky. My uh, my husband was easy to get along with. Up until he died, He uh, this was a wonderful relationship. 
Also, uh, they say uh, the the big thing for both of them is that they it's important that they remain lifelong learners. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yep, you hear that a lot for sure. And uh, another thing is uh, the matter of appreciation, the appreciation of uh, of going through life. Uh, one of the sisters said, "You know, we never had the opportunity to go to college. It's one of our few regrets." Uh, the youngest of eight children, and uh, their parents were immigrants, and so they had to scrape by. We had to be careful of uh, because there were so many of us. Still, she says, uh, you can't have everything, and when you do have those things, it's important to hold those up and uh, hold those things that are given to you in high esteem. That's good. So be a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the things that you have. Keep on learning, right? I thought she was going to say, like, do crossword puzzles or do math in your head or. Well, there is that, right? Are you good at those things? I hate. I'm, I'm not good at crossword puzzles. I've fallen off of Wordle. No, I was doing a good job for a while and now I'm not. Yeah. Do you do Wordle? Yeah. Lexi? Wordle. I do Wordle. Do you? Every day. Every day. My good wife and you. kids do it. Yeah. It's good so for much you. fun. Do you like a crossword? I love a crossword. I also love Sudoku. Uh, Sudoku. Do you? That's yeah. my wife. I'm so good at it. Sudoku. <laughs> well, actually, I can't brag that much. I just learned a lot from my dad. Nice. Wow, that's Sudoku. really good. Uh, Sudoku, I find uh, it's an, it has a number theme, and so I find it annoying. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it instantly incapacitates yeah, both John and me. Sorry. Valid. <laughs> Coming up next, it's the Week in Review. What was everyone talking about? What are we reading? Eating? Watching? What hacked us off? More coming up right home. 101.5 WORD. Imagine surprising your mom with $2,000. If you're the winner in our $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes, you can. Interrupt to once per day between now and May 11th to increase your chances of winning. For all she does, your mom is so worth it. Enter the $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes. Make your mom a winner today. Sign up at wordfm.com. Sponsored by Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse. Hi, friends. Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now, there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866-806-2977. we still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the irs and no one knows this program like the professionals at optima tax relief america's most trusted tax 
resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Rayma Christian School is enrolling now. Rayma is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through 8th grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rayma aims to develop the whole child. Spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rayma is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RaymaChristianSchool.org. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Tucker Carlson out at Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don, Don Lemon out at CNN mm-hmm. and the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Still what was it? <laughs> what was a conversation that made you think? Tuesday, five fifteen. Uh, Reverend Jay Slocum, a theology of kindness. Mm. I thought about this throughout the week. I mean, it's a fairly simple thing to do to have an attitude of kindness. People are so... I'm not saying we I get have this to def- right. We have to defend our thing. We have to, we have to, you know, treat it like a war because that's what it is. There's no time to be kind. There's no time to make friends. We got to take our country back or we got to claim our country. Or we, I, I mean, I, do, I fail at this every day. But the theology of kindness, just to be kind... Mm-hmm. How important is that? One of the lives? fruits of the spirit. So yeah, yeah. if you're not doing it, then yeah. it tells you something about who you are. Right? What did you think? What was your conversation? It was Tuesday too, but hey. it was uh, 4.35. Dr. Hugh Ross, mm. who is uh, a friend of the show, has been for many, many years an astrophysicist, radio astronomer, and an author. Um, he spoke on his autism. Yeah. Hugh very rarely talks about himself. And so to hear him talk about what it was like to have autism and to be undiagnosed, what his childhood was like, how difficult that was, and his relationship with his parents. And Well, I wanted to bring this up, you know, my, my engagement with him when he told me. Mm-hmm. I mean, years ago, Hugh came to town, and I was tasked with the role of... You, know, you were tasked. You, I mean, you just decided to do it. I was with him. I was, you know, guiding him around. This is Pittsburgh. And we were sitting and having lunch, and I was thinking... Why is it so hard for me to connect with Hugh? I, I, you know, I know him and I love him. So I finally said something, and he said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I have autism." I was like, "Oh, oh my gosh, thank you, thanks mm-hmm. for letting me know." And the world's changed because of that. If, you know, we looked at it as a mystery or was unknown, right? It's only been in the past what two decades or so. Probably, there's been an explosion of it, an explosion for any number of underlying reasons that we we'll, that we don't know yet. No. We don't understand. 
Anyway, it's a really great episode. If you missed any of um, either of these or any of the other things, you can always find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What are you reading? I'm not. Okay. I'm not reading for pleasure right now. Yeah. I have, I've, uh, my bedside table is stacked. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't touched it. It happens. You do this? You, I, I'm, yeah. I'm like in a desert. I went here through right about now. six months where I wasn't oh reading my anything. Oh, gosh. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm reading The House at Tinniford uh, by Natasha Solomons. It's a World War II story about a young woman who is Jewish and lives in Vienna and has to uh, leave and go work at an English estate when things get dicey for the Jewish population in Austria. Really? And it's just, you know, it's just the difference in being from Austria and being from England. And Is it fiction? Mm-hmm. It's fiction. What's it called? It's a good story. It's called The House at Tenerford, which is the name of the estate that she goes to work in. I may be halfway through. I'm, I'm liking it. I also, um, I finally finished the second book in the Louise Penny uh, Armand Gamache series, and now I'm ready to start the third one. I think it's called The Rule Against Murder. What did you eat? Well, this morning we had breakfast at the original Pancake House. Mm-hmm. Up by Ross Park Mall. Yep. I had uh, strawberry waffles with whipped cream. I had blueberry waffles with no whipped cream, but with butter and a lot of syrup. Syrup. Bacon. Yep. Scrambled Mm. eggs. Four cups of coffee. I had the most caffeinated iced tea of my life. Oh, my gosh. We we emceed the prayer breakfast. We talked about this. And then afterwards, we didn't eat during the prayer breakfast, but then afterwards, we treated ourselves to breakfast. I mean, I was... Four cups of coffee. That was good coffee. It was. I was all, <laughs> Listen, I thought I was like, "Wow, well, I don't know why you're so jittery." And five Holy. minutes later, I pull out. I'm like, "Wow, what is going on with I me?" I never get jittery. Listen, that was good, good food. The original pancake mm, house. Yeah, bring, bring it. it. What did you watch? Um, we went to the movie Sunday night and saw Air, mm. which is Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Viola Davis. It's the story, essentially, of Nike and uh, a guy named Sonny Vaccaro, uh, who worked for Nike, and convinced, cajoled uh, Michael Jordan to sign a contract <laughs> with Nike. Michael Jordan was a, a, a college phenom, and like a lot of college athletes, had an opportunity to sign you know, a, a contract with any number of shoe companies. Nike was at the bottom of the barrel. They were like, uh, these are just, you know, so-so shoes. And you see Sonny Vaccaro talk to Michael Jordan's mother and father and the twists and turns. It's a great movie. It's a throwback movie. Wow. There's nothing violent, nothing sexual. Not, I mean, it's just a really good story told well. Yeah. Air. Um, I watched a show called Shrinking on Apple TV uh, starring Harrison Ford and Jason Segel. Oh. And... I have to tell you how much I dislike it. Mm-hmm. We always talk about shows we like. Yeah. And uh, I started out watching it and really enjoyed the first two or three episodes. And by the time I was two thirds of the way through, it is so depressing to me how lightly people treat sex. Mm. I mean, it is. I, I, I'm just watching it and shaking my head thinking, really? Like, that's just profoundly sad. It's, it's profoundly sad. And I'm not a prude when it comes to language, but it is so incredibly uncreative to have the F word 
you know, I, 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 not sprinkled. I mean, absolutely devoured and utilized in in an exceeding proportion. It's just really? dumb. It's just dumb after a while. So I have to say, uh, forget shrinking. What hacked you off? The debt ceiling. Joe Biden. Kevin McCarthy. What would it be if we ran our household budgets like the debt ceiling? Good grief. Does it make any sense to you? That's craziness. What are we doing here as a country? I don't know. It just it makes me nuts. Hacks me off. The tax code hacks me off so deeply because I was reading uh, – I've read several articles about this over the last few weeks about how disproportionately – People of lower educational status, lower educational status and or is status the right word? People who have completed uh, lesser educational levels and people of lower economic status are audited by the IRS. Disproportionately. Right. And I guarantee you that a lot of that is because the tax code is too stinking confusing. Mm-hmm. I, I am educated. My husband is educated. We cannot figure out so we have to pay somebody to do our taxes a lot of money and it's a lot of money but i just it angers me on behalf of the country that we have a four hundred thousand page tax code that nobody can figure out it spawned a whole industry of cpa people who invest their lives in trying to understand it when the poorest among us just can't wade their way through it. And the rich pay nothing. Right. And so for all, wealthy. for all the things we talk about, like you can't ask somebody to show up at a voting booth and show ID because somehow that's discriminatory, right? right? But we can ask someone who has completed a third grade education to co- do their taxes. Right. I mean, it's just, it's com- it's completely stupid and it's just unfair. Pack you off. What was the best news you heard this week? Are you kidding me? The Pirates are in first yes. place. The Pirates are in first place. I mean, wake me up. I mean, it's a dream, isn't it? I know it, it's only it, April. And it's not like they're winning lucky. Mm-mm. No, they're winning smart. They're, Some they're, good baseball. And they're so much fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're into it. I can't even tell you how geeked I get I, at night too. to go home and watch the Pirates. They're trying hard. They're having fun. Heck, we, let me... we, went, we went to PNC Park to see a game for ourselves. Yeah. I loved every single every minute of it. Of it. Holy smokes. And it was only two hours and nine minutes? Let's go, Bucks. What have you been listening to? Uh, you know, I like a, a Paul Simon super fan. I know you do. I am. Yeah. So I've been listening to this. This is uh, from the album Hearts and Bones. that song before it's a great album what year do you think that is yeah, it's old maybe uh late 80s okay wow okay yeah, paul simon all right i'm listening that's an old album i'm listening to a brand new album hey tell me speeding five One, two, 
Theo Katzman lately. He's one of the guys from Wolfpack, and this is his uh, latest album called Ten Great Songs. Theo Katzman. Very nice. You know what Theo Katzman's dad did? Tell me. He was in the Tonight Show Orchestra. Oh, <laughs> I don't guys. remember what he played. He played a horn. You know they had a good time in that. No, band. my gosh. Yeah. You know they were awesome. Yeah, heck yeah. Moms, wow, aren't they special? Doesn't that word just warm your heart and make you feel loved? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and I am so blessed to get to work side-by-side with my mom every day in our family business. And right now, my mom and I are planning for a special day for you and your mom on Mother's Day. Every year on Mother's Day, we barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with our secret butter sauce. Baked beans, corn pudding, coleslaw, macaroni salad, ho-ho cake, and more will abound inside to go along with that tasty, tender chicken. When I was a teenager and we first started cooking for crowds, all my mom wanted for Mother's Day was for us five kids to help get ready to make this a special day for our guests. So bring your family and come hungry to enjoy the wonderful farm fresh meal that we started all those years ago. Oh yeah, live music and free cones for moms too. Let us share a little of our farm with you. The Spring House in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Form is the heavyweight champion of the world. Now, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is now. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach and won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Now playing exclusively in movie theaters. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now... 
We also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, despite the rain, I think a lot of us have weekend plans. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to Bill Glaze's church. Yep. Two o'clock, the ribbon-cutting yep. ceremony for the new sanctuary. At Bethany Baptist. Uh-huh. We're very excited about very that. Very excited about Do that. Do we have to dress up? That's my question. Anybody from Bethany listening right now, well, call gonna... us at 800-320-8255. Am I slumming it? Like, am I wearing jeans? Like, or, You're going to wear a hat. I don't have to wear a Do I have to wear a hat? Or well, like... you do not have to. It's, it's a matter of like, well, no, wait, do you now... have a hat? I do have a hat. Like but... a... Yeah, I have a hat. A special hat? I don't know how special it is, well, John. Uh, what? It's not a bucket hat. No, it's not a bucket. I mean, I have a bunch of hats. I like hats. Yeah. Should I wear a hat tomorrow? Is that what you're saying? Might rain. You might need to wear a hat, right? Now I feel like I, now that we've talked about, it, I need to wear a hat. But it's not going to be like a British, like it's not a fancy hat. Not a pirate hat. It's like a low. No, it's not a pirate hat. I don't have any caps. You don't have like a ball any hat. Ball, uh-uh. Well, I can see that. You yeah, because I got, got a, lot, a lot, of lot of hair. It's a real right, pain. Right, yeah. All right. Well, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, there are other things to do in and around. Uh, Art all night Pittsburgh. Oh, where's that? Celebrating its 26th year. And I haven't been to any of the years. Saturday and Sunday at 31st Street Studios in the Strip District. Opens at 4 o'clock Saturday and runs until 2 p.m. Sunday. Mm. Non-stop. Okay. The free 22-hour immersive art experience will feature original artwork from all mediums, interactive activities for kids and adults, an art auction, a video lounge, uh, 40 pieces of art will be created live on site by local artists and then auctioned off. Artallnight.org. Artallnight.org. Okay. There's a block party. I like this. The 7th annual August Wilson birthday celebration block party presented by Dollar Bank from 11 o'clock to 6 o'clock Saturday uh, at 1727 Bedford Avenue in the Hill. Um, it's August Wilson's old house. Yeah. Uh, feature 175 vendors along with kids' activities and uh, some performances as well of August shows. The event is also free. AugustWilsonBirthdayCelebration.com. Were you ever in an August Wilson play? Several. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I met him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, first time I, uh, the public did Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And uh, August came in for that. In rehearsals and sat for a while. And- How was that? That must have been really awesome. It was excellent. It was excellent. Yeah, super cool. It's August. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, country singer Luke Combs. Yep. You know him? Yep. He's uh, at uh, uh, Heinz Field or Aki Shore. Oh, right. That's Saturday. why they're not doing the, uh, like, the, they usually do like a draft party or something right. at the stadium, but they're not doing that yeah. this year. We had two free events. Uh, tickets started at 108 bucks. You're kidding me. Mm-mm. They start at one eight. At Heinz Field? Yeah. For the cheap seats, mm-hmm. you're paying 108 bucks Plus fees. Man, Can you it imagine? is expensive to go to shows you now. You got that right. Of course it is, Man. right? Uh, also, the o- the inaugural Oakland Indie Festival from noon till 10 o'clock Saturday on Flagstaff Hill. Okay. Nine bands will be performing 
Quiet Hours, Funky Lamp, Mr. Dayar, Clay Coe, Sedona. I don't know any of those bands. The event is free. Organizers hope to raise awareness and funds for the East Palestine, Ohio community. Good cause. Thank you to the Trib for supplying Mm -hmm. that. Very nice. Um, Hope you guys all listening have a terrific weekend. Hope that you have something special planned. And if not, you enjoy a lot of relaxation. Go to church on Sunday. And healing over your weekend. Don't miss your worship over the weekend because it's just better to get out. Meet some people. To praise See your brothers and sisters. Yep. Yep. Do it. Enjoy your time. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.